just sent 33 billion in militarized aid to Ukraine. Some central banks are reporting losses. We are now seeing flash crashes. Let's get into our crypto news because it is good. Pelosi can go into a war zone to check on Ukraine, but hasn't been able to take a plane ride down to our southern border all year long. Rosie Rios had issued more currency than anyone in history. Pretty sure that's why she sits on Ripple's board too. If you're a snowflake that gets offended, then you've probably already left anyway. So good luck. God bless. Just want to make sure we cover this. I'm going to be going live Monday through Thursday, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 a.m. here on the West Coast. So uh, I am a little late here this morning, but uh, we're going to be trying to go live here at 6 a.m. on the West Coast, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Thursday on YouTube and TikTok. And then we're going to do our Rumble Live sessions on Friday nights at, <clears throat> excuse me, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. That's going to be 9 p.m. over there on the East Coast for you guys. Friday, Rumble. And then we're going to continue doing our weekly calls in our Discord group on Saturdays. And I'm going to take the weekends to spend more time with family and continue building out my business development program. That I'm super excited. We're going to be releasing that and giving our Discord community early access and complete access to that program. Really looking forward to that. So in today's update, we're going to cover everything. We're going to go over a little bit of news, world stage events. We're going to talk about cryptocurrency and we're going to touch on the real estate market as well. I titled this video, Ripple Ready to Save the Day. We know that they've, you know, Miguel Valles, who was head of XRP Markets at Ripple, said that Ripple was ready to be a lender of last resort in the coming liquidity and debt crisis. So we're going to cover a few things, a couple new partnership announcements with Ripple XRP. And uh, you guys have already gotten all the updates in regards to the SEC versus Ripple lawsuit. So I don't really need to cover that. You guys already know the deal is the most staged lawsuit in the history of the world. That should be wrapping up here shortly, though. It's looking really good for us. And I just want to give a huge shout out to the XRP community for holding strong through this storm. And the best is yet to come. Let's get right into this news. I appreciate all of you guys for tuning in this morning with me. Thank you so much. Okay, so great news. This is just fantastic news for us. The House led by Nancy Get Something Done Pelosi passes the Protecting Our Kids Act. So they have passed some gun legislation, a little package deal there in the House of Representatives. We'll see how it does in the Senate and we'll see how these world stage events continue on. We are expecting many false flags from here until the election, stay safe, have a plan, have a program, and maybe keep some precious metal on your hip. <laughs> and from Chuck Colesto, breaking report, National Guard preparing for deployment in wake of expected Supreme Court ruling on abortion. So, guns, abortion, anything to distract you guys from the financial tsunami that is about to wipe out and kill you guys. They got the National Guard preparing, you know, they were trying to do protest outside of Justice Kavanaugh's report here. I'm not going to get political before you guys in the comment section. Don't get political. Stick to crypto. Okay, well, I'm going to stick to my program, which is having some precious metal, which is not getting emotionally invested in all of this world stage events like the Supreme Court rulings. And I'm also going to understand what's happening in the political landscape because... It's coming to your doorstep. It's coming to your city. It's coming to your town. And so you better be prepared. You better have a plan, okay? Uh, this summer is going to be an interesting one. I hope you guys are ready. Disclosed TV, Justin, U.S. issues level four travel warning for Iran and Libya. 
Okay, so I have no idea what's going on over there, other than they probably got some other false flag events over in the Middle East. It's time to fire it back up over there as well. So stay safe out there, guys. A lot of events are about to occur between now and the election. Uh, yeah, have a plan, have a program, and get right with God because uh, these people are sick, these people are evil, and they're coming for it all. I can't talk about it here on this platform, but I'll see you tomorrow night on Rumble where we will be talking about our program, our precious metals strategy. Let's talk about this, though. Huge shout-out to John Deaton. Uh, this tweet here from Wheezy. Those who are in attendance at the Ripple versus SEC government hearing today in support of the space. So it goes through all of these... All of these groups that claim they are for crypto, the Blockchain Association, Digital Chamber Commerce Group, uh, you know, all these other groups. None of them were in attendance at the Ripple versus SEC government hearing. Not only that, we never see them show support for Ripple or XRP. It's all Bitcoin, Ethereum, proof of work, maxis, and uh, they don't want a level playing field. They know the XRP is the competition that takes them out. And... Uh, <clears throat> I just want to give a huge shout out to John Deaton for representing us, you know, representing the XRP community so well. The truth is on our side, it will all be revealed or they settle up, wrap up this case. And uh, either way, the best is yet to come. And we're going to be just sitting fine here. I've been continuing to pack my bags at these prices. We'll see what happens on the overall macro picture. We'll talk about that at the end as far as where is this cryptocurrency space going. But, uh, you know, this has just been a great buying opportunity for us at 40 cents. So huge shout out to John Deaton and everyone in the XRP community that continues to apply pressure to these politicians that have sold us out. <clears throat> Excuse me, continuing on. This is from Anders L. Ripple is crushing the SEC. Jed is soon out of XRP. That's right. So he's down below 200 million XRP now. I think he's got like 180 million XRP, something like that. Remember, this guy used to have billions. And this is what all the doofus morons used to say. Oh, Jed's dumping on you. The founder is dumping on you. Okay, yeah, the guy who left Ripple is dumping his bag and disassociating himself with Ripple XRP. And where is his XRP going is a whole other thing, but not to digress. Ripple is crushing the SEC. Jed is soon out of XRP. Crypto regulations are coming. On-demand liquidity is ramping up. Ripple is hiring like no other. Multiple central bank digital currencies built on the XRP ledger. Liquidity hub expanding. We just covered the most recent partnership announcement uh, in the last live stream. Hodl your diamonds. And this is why I, I sleep so well at night, guys, knowing that we have held on to this thing. Because we did the research to see that they got the liquidity hub going. They've set themselves up to be a lender of last resort, a central bank in the new digital economy. They have multiple central bank digital currencies already built on the XRP ledger, and they're talking with 50 central banks. Ripple is hiring like no other, while the rest of the crypto space is cutting, while PayPal, you know, uh, Tesla, Elon just announced, like 10% staff cut. Ripple is hiring like no other, and they're renting out their whole building. Instead of just renewing their lease for a couple floors, let's take, out, take over the whole building. On-demand liquidity, which is the actual use case, uh, the main use case for Ripple XRP uh, so far up to this point, we're told is cross-border payments. And we're seeing that on-demand liquidity ramp up and that's looking really well. We have record on-demand liquidity volumes and demand. And then we got the Senator Loomis put out her little crypto bill. And we have Jed running out of XRP. So the founder is no longer going to be able to dump on us. And 
the case is an absolute joke. The SEC lawsuit is over. It was over before it began. You know, the whole thing was just set up to stall XRP so that the competitors could try to hold their spot, try to move on Ripple and XRP. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's, it's a great show here that we're watching unfold. Uh, I wanted to share this with you guys. So this person, Daniel, says, anyone out there still bullish on anything? And, and I retweeted this and I quoted, uh, my vegetable garden and XRP, the two things that I'm still bullish on. Now, I should also add XLM, still bullish on silver and gold. And I'm also really bullish on my businesses, which is very important, guys. Are, are you bullish on your job? If you're just working a job right now, is, is your job going to be around? You know, if you got a business, are you bullish on it? For me, I've been doubling down on all of my investments. XRP's, you know, back down. I'm still in profit, but, you know, we're back down here to 40 cents. Okay, whatever. Businesses, we're growing, thriving, hiring more people, just like Ripple. Same thing, smaller scale, my little, my little business, my little deal I got going on, we're expanding. Revenues are up, profits up. So what are you bullish on right now? Let me know in the comments down below. Are you still bullish on XRP? Are you bullish on your business? Are you gonna have a job in six months? Gotta ask yourself the tough questions as we ride out this storm, folks. Now, Ripple continuing on, they are over in Amsterdam at the Money 2020 Europe. They say, be sure to stop by our booth and say hi to the team. So, uh, you know, just hanging out with the suits, continuing on. We love to see it. That's great. This is the, this is the main tweet uh, that I wanted to cover here in this live stream this morning, though. This is coming from the OG XRP Darren, which is at Fame21More on uh, Twitter. And I forget what his YouTube is, but yeah, gotta, gotta love Darren. He says, you have a platform that has 300 plus banks moving money. You get 1 billion XRP per month for free. Interest rates are spiking, charge 1 to 2%, and you offer something that correspondents can't compete with. You have become a central bank of an ecosystem that deals in digital assets. This is why I titled this video, Ripple Ready to Save the Day. We have a liquidity crisis, we have a debt crisis. When you go and you're trying to now, uh, you know, Get, get some money, get some liquidity. You could go to the you know corresponding banking system where they're offering rates. You know, uh, well, if if we scroll down here, we can see what's happening in some of these countries. Look at these rates: eight percent all the way up to thirty-seven percent in Argentina. Okay. Meanwhile, Ripple has the ability with this escrow to act as a lender of last resort. They get that billion dollar a billion XRP per month released to them. And they have complete discretion on where to send it. Now, you guys have know I've been covering this. 80% of the escrow over about the last year or two, they've been sending back to the escrow. They, they don't need it yet. right? It, it's The future value of that XRP is going to be more valuable or else they would just be dumping it on the market right now. right? But it's not. The, the future value of this XRP is more, more valuable. So they're returning it to the escrow account. But this ability here that they have, they get a billion XRP per month, they could charge 1% to 2% interest and have no competition in the banking world. Not only that, when you look at their liquidity hub, it allows all of these banks and financial institutions to source digital assets and to custody their digital assets through this liquidity hub. Right? 
they are truly prepared to be a lender of last resort to save the day. And I believe that this is what they've done is they've gone around. They've gone around to all of the old world. And they said, hey, here, it showed up at the table and they presented the offer. They gave him a deal they can't refuse. Just like the godfather. You know, it's just like the poker player that knows he has the best hand. You know, you just continue to up that ante. You sucker them in. And uh, it's either you get on board with us or uh, you're going to be left behind. It's very simple. There is no competition for XRP and Ripple right now. When you look at all of the crypto space, when you look at what all of the old world is trying to do as far as onboarding cryptocurrency technology, what their strategy is for blockchain, they're still developing strategies. You know, they're, they're still releasing little reports, doing studies putting out a tweet that they're looking into the metaverse while Ripple's saying, hey guys, our doors are opening up. We're ready to be a bank, a central bank, a lender of last resort. Source all of your digital assets through us. And we have a new partnership announcement. This one's coming from Navati, Navati, Ripple, and Stellar. Two major remittance companies announced stablecoin deal. And let's see if we can play this clip. Thank you for tuning in, guys. ...and Ripple, two of the major uh, cross-border uh, blockchain networks both based out of Silicon Valley and both with very high market capitalizations relatively. Uh, Ripple we've done a lot of work with in the past for cross-border payments and Stellar we had started on a blockchain program with them a number of years ago, but now we're really bringing uh, it to life. So we're building a multi-chain stablecoin service, initially on both the Ripple and Stellar chains. And in fact, what's a great thing is both Ripple and Stellar are largely funding the development work and even some of the marketing work that we do to get our stablecoin service out. So the stablecoin will be a dollar for dollar backed uh, Australian dollar stablecoin. So uh, we are a licensed company. We will be running our funds in trust accounts. And then we've got a, an Australian dollar stablecoin uh, named AUDC, uh, somewhat in line with the nomenclature of, of the U.S. stablecoin, USDC. Fantastic. You love to see it. So they've been working with Ripple for a long time. Navadi has cross-border payments. And, uh, you know, you love to see this, right? Building out that stablecoin. This is going to be an Australian stablecoin, I guess. Building it on top of... It's a multi-chain world after all, just like David Schwartz says, right? XRP and Stellar right there at the forefront. And the reason why you do this is because the Stellar is going to be that retail lower level. And then the XRP is going to be for that wholesale level, most likely. In, in my opinion, I think that that's where they're going with this. That's the benefit of tapping into the Stellar ecosystem and then the XRP ecosystem. Okay. Speaking of central banks. This article here from Bloomberg, shared by Gold Telegraph, says... Anticipated changes in the international monetary system and concerns over rising economic risk in reserve currency economies are also major factors for why central banks are to increase gold holdings over crisis concerns. Now, we've been talking about this over the last year, how 
central banks are holding record amounts of gold. Okay, and there's been a whole war going on behind the scenes, a whole commodities war, specifically with gold. Okay, I've also been hearing that a lot of mining projects for silver and gold have held back because of the prices being suppressed. I don't know if that's just industry hype. You know, I don't really understand the, the gold and the silver mining industry that well. It's just what I was hearing from a couple different people is that some of these these up and coming mining projects and companies, which I don't invest in mining stocks at all. I was listening to Peter Schiff and someone else talk about this. So they were saying that, you know, some of these projects, they're holding back while prices are suppressed, but they're about to go. But the, the key point that I want to make here is that you have Russia produces a bunch of gold. They're no longer looking to export their gold out, right? China producing a bunch of gold. They're not going to be exporting their gold out. And in fact, many countries are starting to repatriate their gold to their country. They're pulling it out of other people's vaults and they're taking possession. Central banks, we know that they're holding record amounts of gold right now. And so, yeah, absolutely. The international monetary system is changing and uh, gold has been that hedge, has been that stable uh, reserve currency for thousands of years. And so I think that we are going to return to that I don't hold any gold personally, um, but I would recommend getting some exposure to precious metals as a hedge, uh, as an insurance policy. And I keep my silver for when the lights go out. That's the main reason why I got it. You know, I got I got my little silver. I'm expecting some gains. I am expecting three-digit silver, not financial advice. But the main reason why I hold silver is for when the lights go out and I'm, I need to buy something without being able to use apple pay on my phone or swipe my card right so a little barter with the precious metals if needed is why i hold it continuing on though gold telegraph reports here breaking news out of britain britain's biggest fertilizer producer will close one of its plants as it's struggling with soaring energy costs and energy crisis eventually spreads into everything so not only are you going to have to pay for rubles or, or sorry you're going to pay with rubles or gold to get that energy from russia or to get that fertilizer from Russia. But now because you're not getting that energy from Russia, your energy costs are going up. Now you're shutting down your own producing. The ripple effects are being felt, aren't they? And uh, folks, this is, uh, this is actually really troubling because this is happening, the same thing happening in America as I covered in my last live stream. The Middle East is sending their oil over to Asia, okay? And Russia is no longer giving their energy, natural gas and oil, over to Europe unless you play by their rules, right? And, and then you also have countries throughout the Middle East and Africa that are now leaning towards cutting deals with China versus with the United States. So all those tankers that are leaving out of the Middle East, they're no longer heading west. They're heading now east. And uh, boy, we are in for a rough winter coming up, guys. This summer is going to be chaotic. It's, it's going to be chaos, uh, false flag events all the way leading up till the winter time. And then we got another dark winter to be expected. So have a plan. See what all you can stop, what you can grow during this season and put away because we're going to be riding out a storm through this winter. Now, let's get into our real estate market. The U.S. housing market is at the beginning stages of the most significant contraction in activity since 2006. 
demand is drying up, to put it nicely. It hasn't shown up in many data series yet, but mortgage applications are pointing to a larger decline over summer. Remember, many, uh, much of the real estate data is lagging, many lagging indicators in regards to real estate. Purchase applications are down 40% from seasonally adjusted peak. Yeah, and this is why some of these groups are laying off hundreds, thousands of mortgage brokers because the refinance deals are done. No one's going to refinance their house or uh, their properties right now when the interest rates have doubled, right? Um, and what we're seeing right now is this is just the start, guys. After two little interest rate hikes, from basically 0% interest up to about 1% for the Fed funds rate, just two little basis point raises already has us in this point. So consider how much farther we have to go if they actually go through with two more interest rate hikes and they get us up to about a 2% Fed funds rate. Your mortgage application, your mortgage rates are definitely going to break 5%. Um, and, and, you know, there's no telling how high this goes. And we're just speculating on what the Federal Reserve is actually going to do. But if they continue through with this, we're done. We are done. So this one, housing market update. 20% of listings reduced price in the last month. Mortgage demand lowest since 2001. Interest rates doubled. Refinance demand down 75% year over year. Inventory up 10% since March. Volatility is already bad. What happens when the housing market collapses? Everything collapses. This is the everything bubble, a debt-based economy, a debt-based beast system that is eating itself from within. Let's take a look here at the cryptocurrency market. Bitcoin at uh, 30,000, ETH at 1,800, and XRP at 39.94, so just under 40 cents, okay? Market's hanging out sideways here. We are close to a bottom. I would expect us to go down. I think that we're gonna retest close to that 20K level. I think it's we're gonna get awfully close. Between 20 and 25K, I actually was meaning to put out a little prediction video uh, for the TikTok kids. I was going to say, I think that we're going to see Bitcoin bottom out at 22 or 23K. I, I really think that 22. And the only reason why I'm saying that is because the year is 2022. That has nothing to do with technical analysis. It just has to deal with how the world works. And, and I know that that's ridiculous. This world is ridiculous. This reality is upside down. And they do this out of mockery for all of us. So my prediction, based on no TA, no fundamental analysis, Bitcoin will bottom out at 22K in the year 2022. Maybe it'll do it on a 22nd day of the month. I don't know. You guys let me know. But I do think that we have continued downside. I am setting my buy orders um, for my XRP and my XLM a little bit lower than here. And I actually, I'm about to pick up a couple of other coins as well. And in my next video, maybe I will mention that with you guys. But uh, tomorrow tomorrow night, we're going to be going live on Rumble. Make sure you guys tune in for that. That's going to be at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern, tomorrow night on Rumble. Head on over to my website, ZachDirector.com, if you need to find our link to Rumble. And then we do our weekly calls with our Discord group on Saturdays as well. So on the weekends now, I'm going to be putting most of my time towards creating more content and uh, my programs for my Discord group. 
But we're going to try to continue putting out more TikTok videos. I know you guys like the short clips. And then we're going to try to press on with this schedule Monday through Thursday, 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 9 a.m. on the East Coast. And we're going to continue it. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Greatest Transfer of Wealth with your host, Zach Rector. Please remember to follow us over on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Rumble. To get in touch, please just head on over to ZachRector.com. You can check out all of our affiliate links and get access to our exclusive Discord community over at the website. We appreciate all of you for tuning in, and all that we ask is that you share this message with other like-minded individuals. If you appreciate the show, feel free to go ahead and leave us a five-star review. We will see you in the next one. Take care and God bless.